Welcome to the award-winning Champions Mojo, hosted by two world record-holding athletes and health, life, and leadership coaches. Be inspired as you listen to Conversations with Champions. And now, your hosts, Kelly Pallas and Maria Parker. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Champions Mojo podcast. I am your host, Kelly Pallas, and as usual, I am with my co-host, Maria Parker. Hey, Maria. Hey, Kelly. It's great to be with you here today. Yes, and Maria, this is a special edition of Champions Mojo from the pool deck, and we have a great interview for you today. It's brief, it's short, but it's powerful. Yeah, and we I wasn't there, but I was able to listen to the interview and some great takeaways. Yeah, we hope you'll stick around and catch the takeaways, and here we go. We are on deck at the YMCA National Championships in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and I am with one of my favorite swimmers, Michael Aubrey. Michael is a multiple-time national champion and certainly a Y champion, and Michael is one of the best breaststrokers we have in our country. And how old are you again? 62. You are ageless. Ageless. (laughs) See, I somehow thought you were in your 50s. So Michael, 62. Michael, tell us what you, if you could summarize, what do you think your key to being such a great breaststroker is? People want to know how to do breaststroke. I think it's just practicing every day, combination of dry land and wet training, having the right coach, meeting the people that I've done for the 10 years I've been back in master swimming, learning from folks like you and your husband and all the friends that helped me when I started and little tips and techniques and it's all the little things that you do that, that add up to success and then doing it with consistency that makes greatness and staying focused. And it applies in the water and out of the water, whether it's with work or just life in general. Very good. Do you make your bed every morning? Do <laughs> I used to. Not, not, I haven't been that great with that lately. <laughs> I'll be honest. Yeah. It's always a question I like to ask champions if they make their bed. A lot of people think breaststroke, if you don't grow up doing it, they think it's impossible to learn. What do you think about that? No, because in high school, I was a backstroker. And as I got back into masters 10 years ago, I started doing breaststroke because of my body build and butterflyer I am her. And I was burnt out with backstroke. And so I figured, let me give it a shot. And I just seemed to take to it like a duck to water. And it's worked out really well. It seems to be my niche. (laughs) Yeah, it sure has. One of the things I really wanted you to share with our listeners is the best advice I've ever heard from anyone on swimming a 200 breaststroke (laughs) so tell us the counts how to do it because people out there this is the secret to surviving a 200 breast and doing it well and you just said it because i i had a faux pas a few years ago in indianapolis i did great in the first 150 in the last 50 i didn't have much left to come home and i think ended like third and i was like oh that's right up with everyone it's all about the cadence the 50 the 100 the 200 are three different races 50 is all out 100 is fast, but you got to have that first 50 planned and have a cadence in that as well. But the 200 is a different animal, and it's all about having gas in the tank in the last 50. So I remember you and I spoke about this, and you asked for some tips, and you went out and set a record. And that was the Rowdy Gaines, right? Yeah, and it was because of what you told me to do. Oh, that's, so. that's see, it's, that's what now is my turn, is giving back to swimmers and even great swimmers like yourself. I didn't think I'd have much to contribute. And you learned something and went out and set a record. But I learned a while ago, you have to get that first hundred is more about a cadence 
And so I do a one, two, three, four count, and then take a stroke. And it's all about the reach, dig and glide, getting good underwaters, good starts, not pushing yourself. And then the next 50, the 150 mark, like a one, two, three, one, two, three. And then the last 50, you have gas to come home. So you can go one, two, one, two, one, two. It works for me. Everybody that I've talked to about that, such as yourself, I just have a swim mate that told me that last year when I told him that at senior states, he dropped six seconds and everybody was like, I've never seen you swim that well before. It's just about having the consistency and feeling strong in the water. Cause again, it's a completely different race. Yeah. So to, to break that down a little bit, cause we do have a lot of new master swimmers listening. What you're saying is on the first hundred, you want to glide out that one, two, you, you, three. You reach, dig and glide, you stroke, and then it's one, and two, three, count. four in your head. And then you come up and do the stroke and kick. And then one, two, three, four. And really work the turns in the underwaters. And then the next 50, one, two, three, one, two, three. And then the last two, you can go one, two, one, two. Because you'll have gas in the tank to get home. And if you don't, everybody blows it in the first 50. And there's nothing left in the tank. And there's nothing more brutal than not having anything left in the tank on your last 50 of a 200 breaststroke. And we've all hit that wall. <laughs> yeah, no, we ask a lot of our champions from Olympians to NCAA champions to Masters champions, what is the most painful event? And oh. a few of them have said 200 breasts. 200. What do you think the most painful event is? Oh yeah, the 200 breast is. Yeah, every time I'm done with it, I say, screw it, I'm not doing it again. But yeah, no, it's it's a love-hate race. Yeah, you really So actually you and I are in the 200 breast Pretty darn soon. Let's, so we better get off the deck here. And before we go, the last question I like to ask is, okay. what goes through your mind when you dive in that water every day? It's interesting. I still work professionally and I run a financial organization. So I've got about 300 people that report up to me. Solutions. It's my quiet time in the morning. And my little mantra is black lines matter. Because I, I look at the lines oh in the, on the bottom of the pool. And everybody goes, what do you do? And you're looking at those black lines. And I go, solutions come to me because it's my quiet time, my quiet space. My head is free. And a lot of times from the day before, when it's like after four o'clock at work and I've been in since eight in the morning and I've been up since 4.30, five o'clock in the water swimming, I'm done by four. And when major decisions come my way, my mantra is, and they go, I know what you're going to say, let me swim on it. <laughs> and so I go home instead of sleeping on it, I swim on it the next morning and I come in the next morning. And they're all like, oh my gosh, what a great idea. And I'm like, my, I have clarity in my head. So it just really gets me focused for the day. Okay, but I know people are out there listening. What do you do for a living? Well, I run a credit union, so I'm a financial executive and do that. So I've been in banking finance all my life and I really enjoy it. I've got a great group of people I work with and I'm like their coach at work. And a lot of the things that we do in the water is the same way I work with my people is coach them up and work with them and empower them and get them to do what we all know we can do and help each other out. Awesome. Thanks for being an inspiration, Michael. And thanks for being on the show. My pleasure. Thanks. Stay tuned for the takeaways. Want to succeed like a champion? Five-time Olympic coach Bob Bowman, coach of Olympic legend Michael Phelps, says Kelly's book, Take Your Mark Lead, is a powerful addition to your personal improvement library and learners from all walks of life will gain key insights and enjoy this inspiring book. Take Your Mark Lead, debuted as an Amazon number one bestseller in five categories and is available online. And now, the takeaways. And there is Michael Aubrey, the champion, with some great mojo, and I think it was pretty clear in the interview. Michael and I have a mutual appreciation society for <laughs> each other and for swimming, and, you know, it, I said in there, 
I would not be the breaststroker that I am today without Michael Aubrey. And he's just, he's, he gives back to the sport. He is a tough competitor. And I just, I'm really inspired by this champion. How about you, Marie? What was your takeaway? Yeah, the same, like so many of the champions we interview, you can tell that, that the swimming has all the things he's learned swimming and as an athlete have also gone over to his professional life. And he, he has a job in finance and he has 300 people who answered him. And you can tell that he inspires them, that he coaches them. And then he's learned this. He said, I think he started out by saying consistency in life, consistency in swimming, consistency in life. And so you can tell that he is, he's an inspiration and a coach. And I thought, oh, this is a person I would love to have in my life, either professionally or personally, just because obviously, like you, he loves to encourage and to coach. He's really fun around the pool deck, too, because he also is very deadly serious about competition and about performing in his job. But then he's he can make you laugh. So I really really enjoyed the time I spent with him. And he, too, was getting ready to swim the 200 breast. And he had a huge time drop and won the gold wow. and won several events at this meet where we got to talk on deck. So Yeah, so he, he had some really good technical stuff about cadence, which I didn't quite follow, but I understood it was important. One, two, three, then one, two. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I was like, oh, wow, that's, I thought that was, I'm sure, a good tip for people who really know what they're doing in breaststroke. Yeah, and breaststroke is highly technical, arguably the the most technical stroke of a technical sport. And so I would encourage anybody that wants to do the breaststroke to find a coach because it's not just something you're going to be able to listen to uh, audio on a podcast (laughs) or even see him. But yeah, very technical, and he definitely has great ideas. All right, Maria. Love you. Love you. Thank you for listening to the Champions Mojo podcast. Did you enjoy the show? We'd be grateful if you would leave us a five-star review on iTunes to help others find us. And we'd also love to hear from you. We're on all social media platforms, or you can reach us at championsmojo.com.